Greetings, everyone. Last episode, we started part one of Courageous Leadership and how you, as a new leader, can come in and build strong relationships. As a recap, we touched on fostering team connectivity, getting to know your team and your direct reports. We also talked about understanding the organization and how it operates along with forging alliances with peers. All those are key for leadership, and today we will also expand. So as we cover part two on what courageous leadership looks like, bring your thinking hat. Come on. Hello, and welcome to The Worthy Believer Show, where we choose to run after our courage and defeat self-limiting barriers with faith, resilience, and biblical truth. Hey, I'm Delma Monica, a Christ follower, wife, mom, and former six-figure corporate leader turned entrepreneur and now podcaster. I firmly believe that following God's guidance leads to authentic freedom and our fullest potential. If you're ready to embrace fear, get comfortable with being uncomfortable, and make being brave a habit, let's do it. Because our God is guiding us every step of the way. Come on, let's dive straight into it. Okay, so I'm going to read the review of the week. Shout out to listener Bray987. She said, this is my daughter's best friend's mom. And she is an amazing person, like a breath of fresh air. She's inspirational and the stuff that she's been through and how God made a way for her. That's what makes her phenomenal. Hearing this podcast was a wonderful thing. And I'm so happy for you, Delma. I just love it. Straight from her heart to my heart. Thank you so much for the feedback, Bray. Okay, everyone, just to let you know, seeing your comments means so much to me. It truly motivates me. It really helps me create content and it just keeps me going. So thanks so much for leaving your feedback. I really appreciate it. Okay, moving forward, we're going to go ahead and just pick up right where we left off at. Step number five, model the desired relationship that you're wanting with your team. We've all heard that saying that your action speaks louder than words. This is also true in leadership. Your actions speak louder than words. If you want your team to build collaboration and strong relationships with each other, you need to set the example right off the bat if you're a new leader. Now, if you have the opportunity to bring somebody on board, whether it's a newly created position or you just have a vacancy that you need it to replace and fill, you have somebody joining the team shortly after you yourself have joined the team, take time to reach out to this new hire and make them feel welcome. Lean on your current team as well that has the tenure and knowledge that could be helpful for them and have them encourage and do the same thing and welcome them as well. It doesn't have to be a long meeting or a long encounter. It can be brief. Just make sure it's a genuine encounter with the new team member and that will leave a lasting impression with your new hire. That is going to be so beneficial for you and the team. So you as the leader modeling the desired relationship, creating that culture of inclusivity, collaboration, and support within your team will go a long way and certainly encourage the desired relationships you would like on your own team. Step six, create a mentorship program. Looking back on my career, one of the things that I found very helpful is having a mentorship program. This program, it can be used for both new hires and also your high potentials. For those that have more senior experience 
or further along in your career, can you imagine like what it might have been like to have a mentor when you first started your career? I think it would have been very beneficial for me. I think some people do have that opportunity, but not everybody gets that opportunity. So a lot of people that have not had that opportunity and luxury, it would be very nice to be able to have that if we can create that in the workplace and be able to help set them up. So basically what we're doing is we're setting them up for success and to be able to help them answer questions and help them fast track on some things as they progress in their career. You're also basically just coach them along the way and kind of help them navigate in the organization itself and then also potentially long-term their career as well. So as a new leader, you have the power to create that experience for your direct reports. If you're a new leader going into an organization and they don't have that type of program, take note as you onboard. And when the opportunity arises, if this is right up your alley around, I would encourage you to think outside of just the team and look at it from a holistic approach with the organization. And as the opportunity arises, the information that you have is gold and it's valuable because you can create a program that will help new people come into the organization and it'll fast track that learning curve for them. So it's not only a specialized formal mentorship program as you know, to help set them up for success, but you're also pairing them up with a mentor and an advisor that would help them on the day to day, which will be beneficial for the company and your team in the long run. So it's not only a support system that we can provide them, but it's a way that they can develop and grow and foster or have a sense of belonging and buys and gains loyalty that comes with that rewarding benefit. So anybody that would have invested time into them, it's basically it's vested interest for you and your team and ultimately success. So by investing in their success, you're also investing in the future for your team and it's going to reflect on you as a leader, which is a win-win. Step number seven, align with your stakeholders. So in any organization, there are key stakeholders who have a vested interest in your team's success. Take some time to understand who these stakeholders are and what they value. The information that you're going to learn from them, it's going to help you go a long way. It's going to help set you up for success and align your goals and your leadership with this. So use it as an opportunity for growth. Use it as an opportunity to align your team's goals and initiatives with not only your priorities, but their priorities. And by building the relationship with these stakeholders, you're not only gaining their support, but you're also creating a network of advocates who can champion your team's work. So it's a win-win because it enables you to navigate organizational dynamics more effectively and also achieve greater impact, not only as a leader, but with your team's support and buy-in as well. Step number eight, communicate clearly. Communication is the central component for any successful organization and team that you lead. If you don't have communication, there's a number of negative impacts that can happen such as distrust, frustration, a destabilized work environment. You'll also get discouraged employees that'll miss deadlines and just it affects performance as well. I mean, the list goes on. So as a leader, it's your responsibility to provide clear and transparent communication to your direct reports. If you are clearly articulating what your expectations are, there's not going to be any room for assumptions or gaps or misinterpretations. So take time to really articulate what your expectations are. 
are. Take time to set achievable goals and responsibilities with your direct reports. So once those are set, regularly check in with your team members for updates and provide feedback. If they're meeting expectations or exceeding expectations, be sure to communicate that with them. If there are concerns that need to be addressed, don't sit on them, address that immediately. And at the end of your discussion, ensure that there is alignment between the both of you. And if there's any questions, make sure that you take the time to answer any questions that might be pending or things that might be left unsure, because you wanna make sure that you are answering every question and they're walking away confidently with all their questions and there's no assumptions or confusion in the back of their mind. So essentially what you're doing is you're you're fostering open communication. You're also having honest communication with them and you're creating a work environment there where everybody feels heard. You're also creating an environment as a leader where they feel valued and you're empowering your team as well. And so if you're doing all this, it is going to contribute for them to be able to bring their best efforts at work because they are feeling that much more valued. So in closing, remember successful onboarding and relationship building, it takes time, but it also takes intentionality and it takes effort on your part. So follow the steps that we've discussed today. You're not only gonna create a positive environment, but you're gonna be creating an inclusive work environment. But in addition to all that, what you're also doing is you're setting the stage for your success as the leader and your team's success. So embrace the opportunity as a new leader Come in, help make a difference, help make a lasting impact as a new leader in your new company. And this will go a long way. I wish you the best of luck. So we have come to the end of our content today. Thank you so much for your time. But before you go, I would like to say a quick prayer for you. Father God, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for the opportunity that you've given me to be able to pray for not only myself, but for those that are listening to this podcast. Thank you, Father, for letting them be be a vessel here on earth for you and your kingdom, Father. Thank you for the leadership traits that you have given us and the gifts that you've given us to be leaders in this world, Father, and to be courageous, Father. Thank you for your guidance, Lord. I ask that you teach us to be more like you and display leadership qualities and traits. I ask, Father, that we can show up in the workplace and be salt for you, Father, and that we will be difference makers, that others will be able to know that you are the one that is leading us and guiding us every step of the way, Lord. Guide us on what we need to be able to do with our teams, Father, to empower them, to build them up, to let them be collaborative, to let them be productive, and let us be able to honor you in every step of the way. We love you, Father, and we thank you for all your glory, and we thank you for the blessing of this opportunity. We say all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, so now we've come to the end of our content for today. If you'd like for me to expand on the topic, please let me know. I really just want to tailor to what it is that you're needing help on. Um, I'm curious. I won't know unless you leave me a comment. So please feel free to leave comments to let me know. But in the meantime, I'd also like your feedback on what's one thing that you plan on implementing with the material that we covered today. Please share your thoughts with me. I'd love to hear from you. You can go to my free Facebook page. It's called Worthy Believer. That's also tied to my Instagram page. Or you can also go to 
worthybeliever.com and you can learn a little bit more about me and my products and services that I offer. So again, please don't forget to leave a comment on how you tend to be more courageous as a leader. Please share this episode with another leader that it would be impactful and helpful for them and that they would be able to benefit from it. So it was so great having you. I'm excited to hear from you. I thank you for your time. May God bless you. Now go out there and chase your courage and strive to be the best version of yourself. If you found this podcast helpful, make sure to leave a good review. Thank you.